hello, hello, and welcome to the Texture Lounge, season two, episode one. We made it. Joining me in the lounge as 2018's first set of Texture Lounge muses is Saint Beauty. These ladies are just killing it in the music game right now. We talk Power Rangers, Black Panther, hair, and too many other things. So get comfy, get cozy, and get ready to find out all you've ever wanted to know about Saint Beauty. So Alex, Isis, welcome to the Texture Lounge. Thank Thank you. you. I can't, like, I'm looking at you both and you both have these radiant smiles on your face. This is like what I dream of waking up to on a Monday morning, but let's as grim as this. So thank you for bringing some life into this one day. Of course, thank you. Um, So you guys are in New York. Yes. How are you loving it so far? It's great. Yeah? Yeah. It's like a second home, pretty much. We're always here. Always. <laughs> lately, yeah. yeah. We've been here a lot more yeah. lately. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so I know a little bit about how you guys met. Mm-hmm. So, and I know you get asked this a ton of times, but, <laughs> you know, just in case my listeners haven't dug into that detail and want to know a little bit more about you, talk to me a little bit more about your connection when you used to work in this, um, I guess, boutique vintage store back in Atlanta. Like, mm-hmm. And I know that downstairs in the basement, they had like showcases where I guess new local artists would come and perform, etc. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me a little bit more about the two of you connecting in that in that time. What was it like for you? Well, I mean, it was it was it's always been about the music um, because we used to play music for the store, so we would exchange playlists and. That's how we connected. Music was the driving force of, you know, us connecting. And yeah, we we would come together and it was after I asked Isis if she knew anyone who could play guitar. She offered um, to play guitar over this song that I had written. And, you know, we would rehearse that song prior to the performance that we had, the first performance that we had in the basement. So, yeah, we would just come together, rehearse, and and maybe even come up with more ideas together for future shows. And, you know, we performed for the first time, and after that performance, we decided to come together more. And, you know, it's always been about the music. That's always been it. So I guess my question to you is, okay, so you jammed a ton of times, you vibed a ton of times, but when was that distinct moment when you were like, we've got to set up a band? When was that moment? Mm. they're thinking about it (laughs) I just remember I was sitting um, at like the desk like where you know where people come to buy their clothes I was sitting there and we were just in the store and then Alex was like hey I think we should be a band it was like that and then we just kind of like okay we're gonna call ourselves like yeah this is cool like we were just like getting excited about like what the next step would be to um, make it happen I just remember that moment but I just I think that we understood, like, oh, this is a a really good thing because we had really good, um, really good response um, of the performances, and I don't know, it just kind of felt more magical because this was my first time like performing in front of people, and it was just something special, I think, and I think we just both knew it, and yeah, it's just something you can't really explain, you know. Got it. 
Yeah. So you just touched on something in a, in a previous interview that you did. I learned that your mother only heard you sing for the first time, like last year or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Tell me about that. Like, why, you, clearly you have such a huge talent. <laughs> How did you bottle all of that in for so long? I don't know. I've, I've just been always like shy about certain things or just like quiet about certain things. And I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I just, it was just something that. I was fearful of. Um, what were you fearful about? Um, you know, when you hear like singers, like you think you know what, it, like you consider what a singer is, mm-hmm. and you know if you're a little different or you're not, you know, to the I guess standard of what normal people think is, you yeah. know, a singer. You're like, oh, maybe. And so I don't really, if I don't think I can be like the best at it, I wouldn't like consider myself that. But now I'm just at a point where I don't really care. And it's like, this is what I do. And, you know, God's given me a gift that works how it's supposed to work. So, yeah, the light's going to shine anyways. What was her reaction? She was like, that's you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's very, like, you know, it's, she's not, like, super, like, emotional. But she was like, that's you? She was that? Like, that's me. She was like, oh, you sound good. Okay. <laughs> You know, just very, you know, passive about it. But, yeah, it was cute. Gotta love moms. Gotta love moms. (laughs) Yeah, it was cute, though. So, St. Beauty is part of a wider musical collective, right? So, it's part Mm -hmm. of Wonderland Arts Society. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's spearheaded by Janelle Monae. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, tell me a bit more about, like, what what is the goal in terms of, what is the messaging that, as part of this collective, um, you're trying to say? What does music sound like when it comes from Wonderland? Mm. Never been asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> from my perspective, like um, seeing Janelle, Janelle perform for the first time or hearing her music for the first time, it was like, wow, what is this? Like, who is this? And just seeing something that's unconventional and something that's also, you know, fearless too. And I think that's that's like the realm that everyone's always thinking in like okay what can we do that's gonna change the way people perceive you know us or how how can we trick you know in a way like oh you're expecting this but this is gonna come and I think from my perspective that's what I that's what drew me towards like even Janelle like her music and her style and everything she has such an energy. Yeah, yes. and, and energy, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you can't, quite often you, and I used to work in the music industry, actually. I used to work at Universal Music for five years when I was wow. in, in London. Music's actually my background, so oh, that's, yeah. that's something awesome. to talk about another time. <laughs> um, so Janelle, I feel like um, it's really hard to listen to her and say she sounds like, yeah, yeah. she doesn't sound like, right. you know, and I think that it's so refreshing. Yeah. Um, because it gives people like you who thought that you had to sound a certain way to be deemed a singer mm-hmm. and other, you know, kids out there who are trying to, you know, learn this passion of, you know, what music means or what singing sounds like mm-hmm. to not feel like they have to sound like someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so. definitely. I agree with that. Okay, <laughs> earliest memories. We're going to go back into time a little bit now. <laughs> Alex, when you were much younger, because uh-huh. you are young right now still. <laughs> When you were a kid, what did you dream to be? Hmm. I wanted to be a pink Power Ranger. <laughs> I love it. I love it. When I was like seven, 
Okay. Um, probably younger than that. Probably five. What was it about the I power, to be. power Ranger that resonated with me? Just seeing a girl do karate was super cool to me. And it looked powerful and I wanted to be that. <laughs> that's, that's why I ask you, what, what it, it's not even about the fact that it was a pink Power Ranger that you aspired to be, but the fact that you saw the quality of a woman doing something unconventional. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I think that's, I think that's inspiring. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mattis? What did I always want to be growing up? Um, I think, like, I'm not trying to get, like, spiritual, but I think, like, God knows the desires of your heart because... I don't know, I've always just been intrigued by, obviously, creativity. Um, and even, like, my parents, they would just allow me to just do what I wanted to do. So, I I don't really, that's a hard question because I would just see things like, oh, that, that seems cool, and I would always want to try, like, little things. So, like, I've, I used to want to be, like, I went to school for, like, architecture for a little bit. I was into art. I wanted to learn how to learn an instrument. It's just like kind of who I've always been, just like figuring it out. You're and then, free flower, aren't you? Yeah, more of a free, free flower. And yeah. then it's like, okay, this is what's working right now. It, it works okay. for me. So, okay. yeah. So when did you decide it was music? When did, when, when did that happen for you? Well, I, I've always been surrounded by music. Um, like my mother sang in church. My dad had a um, record store like growing up. My stepdad played in the church. Um, yeah, just like always been around me. And I was just always intrigued by musicians. Just like, I don't know, I, I can't explain it. It's just, you just, <laughs> you just like get emotional when you hear like a certain lyric or like, no. you know, hearing someone play a certain riff, like, man, that was amazing. How did you do that? And I've just always been intrigued that way. But obviously when, um, and just like life just always kind of made me meet certain people that were like either in the industry or mm-hmm. it's like how did I meet you like how do we become friends and yeah. and even just how like this whole Wonderland thing connected it's just I would try to go to school but then something would happen where I would end up in like some musical situation and I just felt like that was I don't know just a it was a part of my my story my line my life so okay yeah and Alex if you could go back to your 14 year old self and give her some advice, what would you tell her? Don't worry so much about the future because everything's going to be all right. That's it. Sounds like a song I know. (laughs) (laughs) It does. So were you a warrior when you were younger? Yeah, I still am. I still worry about things and what the future holds, but I think it's important to know that it's not in our control. Like, you know, we... Whatever we put out there, we get back. So, like, just, I I feel like it's important to just ride the waves, ride ride the waves, and and know that everything's going to be all right. Trust, have faith that things are going to work out the way they're supposed to if you put good out there. That's what I feel like. What would you say is your biggest fear? Hmm. I'm going to ask a question to both of you. I think my biggest fear is uh, letting myself fail because of myself. Uh 
okay. I think that's my biggest fear. Yeah, I can, I can resonate with that. Yeah. Um, definitely losing myself and um, not like staying, understanding where you are like in the present moment. Like that's fearful to like have to look back and be like, oh man, like I, I could have, I should have, you know, just love that moment more than. How, how can I say this right? Um, I don't want to regret having a moment and missing it. That's what it is. Okay, so then what about the things that motivate you? Like what drives you? What, you know, gets you excited in the mornings? <laughs> I think there's so many things that inspire me. And um, lately it's been... It's been like my friends and like people who I'm inspired by. I feel like it's important to surround yourself with people who like fuel your fire and like inspire you and keep you like grounded, especially family. And um, like I've been hanging around some people who I see as legends and like they see the same in me. And I, that really like pumps me and like pushes me to continue and to continue to grow in music, in life, in everything. And I think that's I think that's really important. Surrounding yourself with good people. Yeah. You guys must be getting super busy. Like you've yeah. got schedules. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, if you could see these ladies right now, they look wide eyed. <laughs> like they've been they've been up and about for hours. They probably have been. But um what what do you do to unwind? Like when you have a day or half a day, I don't know how crazy your schedule is, but mm -hmm. what is the first thing that you kind of want to do? Apart from sleep, you can't say sleep. I'm <laughs> okay. sure going to come up. So apart from sleep, what would you do to unwind? Um, I like going in with my parents. So I was like, they're fun. And like, you know, we just like kick back and talk about things. And I like to read. Um, Are you reading anything interesting right now? Or have you read anything interesting? Um, I'm doing more of like research right now. Okay. Um, so I've been reading about um, like real estate. So that's what I'm oh. getting into right now. Okay. Yeah. That's something you're interested in potentially. Yes. Definitely. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And for me, I I love making a cup of tea. And are you sure you're not British? No. <laughs> no. I'll. You know we love our tea. <laughs> I'll make a cup of tea and I'll put on a record. One of my vinyls and burn some incense, some Palo Santo, and just relax. Like the other day, I moved my room around. I think that's important too to change your environment a little bit. And yeah, I did that and to make my environment more comfortable. And it's important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you come back home to the same space in the same way that yeah. you left it, and just by switching things around, it yeah. boosts the energy in the room. Yeah. And watching documentaries, too. Is um, there any that you love the most? Yes. Uh, the Nina Simone documentary. Ah. Um, what Happened, Miss Simone, and Still I Rise, Maya Angelou documentary. They're both on Netflix. So yes. those are my two favorite documentaries right now. Amazing. Yeah. Well, so I inspiring. Nina's, but I haven't seen Maya Angelou's yet. So it's I'll, amazing. I'll get onto that Her one. story is incredible. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Okay, so you're both in New York for Fashion Week. Yeah. So, and you've been, you've been here since when? Last week, Friday-ish, maybe, Thursday? Thursday. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on Fashion Week so far? What have you seen that's really stood out? Any favorite shows or designers? Ooh. Yes. Um, we went to the Pierre Ma show. 
which I thought was amazing. Um, he definitely has a message about <laughs> black power and um, just like making sure we understand our, our strength. Yeah. Um, the Probo show was amazing. Okay. Um, those are like the two main ones that we went to. And um, so you love those? Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Did you notice that? Um, I'm curious to know whether you noticed an increase of the number of women of, of color on the runway at all. Is that something that's I love out? it Heck with yeah. natural hair? Yes. I love yes. it. It's beautiful. That's yeah. all I've seen. Like good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 grateful to see that. I'm grateful to be living and like sitting in the front row. Even us, like you know, yes. we were grateful that you know we were chosen to like sit front row and like be who we are. Like yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's for me, you know, personally, it's super empowering to see you know women that look like us, yeah, you sure. know, strutting down the runway. Um, and actually, one of the things that Mizani just did last week is that because we were just fed up of seeing models <laughs> backstage not being cared for in terms of their hair yeah. uh, the way that they should be mm-hmm. we decided to put together these cute little, um, we call them texture love, uh, fashion week survival kits, <laughs> so we set them out to like 14 international runway models of colour mm-hmm. with textured hair um, and they had some really cute products um, like everything that they needed to take care of their hair and that they could give to their stylist backstage mm-hmm. at Fashion Week and they got this cute little um, crew neck t-shirt that had their name on it and then on the back it has uh, a really great phrase which is uh, watch me walk in my texture <laughs> and it's been amazing like social media for us has just gone through the roof all the girls are taking pictures with their t-shirts on and spreading that message of texture mm-hmm, love yeah. so Dope. I was just curious to see if you'd seen any you know what you'd seen on the runway which is which is amazing like, yeah you know, definitely yes. seen all of it yeah. about yes. time everyone should really. get like, all hair is good hair yes right yeah. exactly all right, so talk to me a little bit more about your fashion style because you guys look super fashionable for 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of your job to look great, but like, tell me about your individual style, my sis. Um, what do you go for? I love to be comfortable, but um, like we both met at a vintage store, so like we're definitely yeah. like into vintage pieces and mm-hmm. finding one-of-a-kind pieces, so that's important, like color, color prints and, yep. you know, just being like... I don't know, I like mod vibe and, you know, I, I don't know. It's like I, I love it. textures and... It's my favorite word. Yeah, <laughs> texture. Um, yeah, and obviously, like, my hair is my accessory, so I have to make sure, like... It's I love being, like, beautiful. simple, too. Thank you. Beautiful. I love being, like, simple, but having my hair be, like, so that's a bit crazy. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Alex? <laughs> uh, I'm really, yeah... Like I just said, I'm. We're, we've re- we've really been inspired by um, vintage clothing. I'm really inspired by the '60s and '70s decades. Um, I love hats. I'm a hattie. You are. Okay. <laughs> I'm She's addicted got a to hat hats. On right now, we'll take some photos later. It's getting kind of ridiculous. I'm starting to overflow on hats right now. But yeah, I'm a hattie. Um, yeah, I love different prints and. I love color blocking too. Like I, I really love solid colors and bright colors and yeah. yeah. Well, believe it or not, I'm not dressed like I like color. I'm wearing <laughs> white top and black jeans. <laughs> this is very rare. But me. you have on a red lip. But I do yeah. have a red lip. <laughs> and There's your always, watch is red. See? Yeah, you have color. Alex there. has got my back. <laughs> I love color. A lot of my colleagues will tell you that it's very rare that you see me dress 
in these tones. I'm like the only one in this office that will literally walk in and be like, hi, <laughs> in my tangerine dress. Um, okay, so let's talk about let's talk about hair. Um, sure. You often hear people say that hair is an extension of your personality. So <laughs> dig deep, think about some creative. Like if you could pick three words to describe your hair, mm. what would they be? I would say unique, fun. And Bell. And what now? <laughs> Bell. Oh, okay. And Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. Isis is uh, having a little think over here. <laughs> she's looking at her hair as she thinks <laughs> in the mirror. Um, my hair is definitely free. It is, um, yeah, this look has a mind of its own. Okay. But, um, it's lovely. Like, I love my hair. It's lovely. It is lovely. Yeah, thank you. And would you say that the words that you chose to describe your hair also applies to you and your personalities? In a way, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I always find that quite interesting. Definitely. When people actually describe what their hair personality looks like or is to them, it yeah. kind of actually connects to who they are as a being. So yeah. that's quite interesting. At the Texture Lounge, everything that we talk about is hair-related, okay? It's all about textured hair, the beauty of it, embracing it, and celebrating it too. So I guess a question that I have for you is, who do you look to for hair inspiration? Um, I guess like the freedom, like seeing people just be free with themselves. And I think that's like, that's like important, like being like a person, being, especially being like a female, having already, already kind of walk around like, having to present yourself a certain way if you want to, but if your hair is, you know, if you don't have to worry about your hair and be, like, free about it, that inspires me, like, because I don't want to have to walk around always thinking, making sure something's in place, so. Yeah, I totally agree with that. When I first started wearing an afro, the reason why I decided to wear an afro is because I saw a girl on Instagram. She had a fro, and it was so unique, and I was like, wow, like, it's so dope that she can just like do this and not care. Why can't I do it? So I just decided to go for it. And then when I wore that Afro, I, was, I, I felt great. Like I felt like myself, I felt free, just like what Isis was saying. I love that. Okay, so Alex, so you were inspired by someone that you saw on Instagram, like, and you, I guess, started to wear your hair in this beautiful natural way that you're wearing it now. What is your, what does your hair regimen look like for you? Well, I don't do much. I, it's, my hair is not that high maintenance. Like I, I'll just get a simple moisturizer, like a an oil or something, and I'll moisturize my hair rather than my scalp. Because recently I found out that when I moisturize my scalp too much, my scalp could get clogged and my hair doesn't grow mm -hmm. as long as it should. So I moisturize my actual like hair. And um, that's that's pretty much what I do. And I'll maybe put like Bantu knots in it okay. at night to stretch it out. And then the next day I'll comb it out and then I'll go for the little ball things in my head. Love it. Okay, so bad hair days. Everybody has those. Everybody has yep. those. Alex, I can see you nodding away there. So talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> nodding away. <laughs> I'm always having bad hair days. That's why I told you I keep those hats on me. <laughs> so you're a hat girl, huh? 
Yes, I'm a hat girl. I said, so you, uh, is, that what, is that your go-to when it comes to bad hair days, hats? Or is there a certain hairstyle that you pull your hair up into when you have those days? Um, yeah, hat or sometimes I'll put it like up like this, like kind of like that. <laughs> like a pony, like a pineapple? <laughs> it's, usually, it's usually like the perimeter isn't looking right or like the top. So I have to like hide those things. Like as long as I can hide the top and like the perimeter, <laughs> which is usually the part that, you know, <clears throat> people see the most. Yeah. That's what I, <clears throat> okay. excuse me, that's what works. <laughs> okay. So for, for my listeners, um, this is actually, I'm doing a, this is a video call with, with the ladies right now. So you can't see what she's doing, but what Isis is doing, but oh. actually she's pulling her hair up <laughs> into a pineapple. <laughs> okay. So she's. And then sometimes I'll put like a little like headband or a scarf, like. You know, like a like make it thin so it doesn't look like a hair like a head scarf. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. it. Okay, cool. So, one of the reasons why I launched the Texture Lounge is because I found that there were still there still are a lot of young women out there who feel that they have to look a certain way. Um, you know, when they go to the to the office, when they go for job interviews, or go to school, whatever it is. You know, I still hear the conversation of women saying, you know, should I put a put some hair extensions in? Should I relax my hair for this job interview I have next week? And I really just kind of wanted to create a platform where they could see people like like yourselves, right? Doing great things, you know, being free, rebellious, um, and balanced. So what advice or what, what would you say to these young women out there who still feel like they have to change themselves to fit? I would just say do what makes you happy because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wearing a weave or wearing... Right your hair however you want to wear it's really up to you just do what makes you happy and what you're most comfortable with just because women are wearing their hair natural doesn't necessarily mean that they should go natural you know just because someone is wearing a weave doesn't necessarily mean they're wearing you should wear a weave like just go for whatever makes you comfortable and whatever you feel most free doing yeah i agree with that but uh also would say um to just understand that whatever issues people have with you, like that's their disease, like that's their problem. Yeah. So I think if you continue to like continuously just show who you are and like let your your light shine, eventually if you're going for a job interview and someone is really looking for you for your aesthetic or like how your hair looks versus, you know, your job or how talented you are, obviously, you know, that's not for you because if you have to like change yourself to fit in, it's kind of, you know, that's something that you have to decide for yourself. But, mm. you know, just know those kind of things can, you know, affect you in a way. Just stay focused on who you are and not, like, what people are judging you by. Thank you so much. I think that um, anyone that hears that will be empowered by it. So thank you for sharing that, both of you. Um, and I guess before we move off of hair, uh, Isis, we have to talk about yours. It's it's stunning, um, like I mentioned earlier before, both of yours are. And um, I'm curious, I didn't ask you earlier on in terms of, you know, how do you get that signature look of yours? Um, it takes blow drying sometimes mm-hmm. and bantu knots. I usually do bantu knots. Um, and then sometimes if I have like a really bad hair day, like if I don't do anything to my hair for a couple of days, I'll just kind of like comb it out, make it bigger. And then any like really straight parts or just stuff that doesn't look right, I'll like put like a wand to okay. it, uh, to, to a few of them. But 
I usually go for bantu knots. That's my goat. And are you twisting your hair first and then wrapping them up in a bantu or you're going straight into the bantu on blow dried hair? I um, spray water on it okay. and then I use a um, leave in conditioner and then I'm either twist and bantu or just bantu. It depends because they both have different outcomes. Yeah. So it all depends on, I don't know. I'm very like, you know, once you get like a, aware of like how your hair feels at the at the moment, you know, like okay, I know I need to put this much water on it, uh-huh. or I need to put this much leave-in conditioner or more oil. I've kind of gotten to a place where I like know, like okay, if I want to do this, I need to put this amount of water in this. Got it. So it all depends on how to twist. You know, got it. I can't explain it. It's like it's a feeling. Yeah, you just know. Feeling. You just know. Right. Okay. What is in your makeup bag, girls? What are your favorite products that are in your makeup bag? Or let me, let's put it this way. What are the maybe one or two things that you must have in your makeup bag? Concealer. Yeah. <laughs> I love using Bare Minerals concealer because it's very light. And I don't know, it just goes with my complexion perfectly because I have like a red undertone. And uh, yeah, Bare Minerals, they have the best. I feel like they have the best like, matches for my skin okay and um i would also say clinique Mm. they have this um it's not necessarily i i think it's a concealer too but it's a concealer that clears up your dark marks so like when you take the makeup off your skin looks good got it so i think um both the bare minerals and clinique concealers are you a lip girl or not really no, I used to be. I used to always wear like a dark lip. Yeah. But I'm more of a, I like dark lip, but I like it glossy. I used to be a matte dark lip, but I really like glossy dark lip now. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And Isis, what about you? What's in your makeup bag? Um, I actually love like the Fenty Beauty um, foundation, um, but I have to have concealer, definitely something for my eyebrows. Okay. And mascara, you know, little... Um, a little shimmer, you know, you know, something to highlight things. Okay. And, um, I like neutral colors on my lips and I also like gloss and I've tried, I like, I would throw a red lip, but I have to have like a black shirt on or like a striped shirt. I know it's weird, but it's like, it's like, oh, I look cute like that way. Okay. So you kind of like you use the red, <laughs> you use the red to kind of accentuate That's whatever exactly. else. Exactly. I gotcha. Okay, so this question, right? So you wake up late, you have a very important, I guess, interview to go to. You literally have no more than seven minutes to get ready and get out of your apartment. What do you prioritize? Getting your hair done or doing makeup? I would say doing makeup because like I said again, I'm gonna say it again, I'm a hat person. So... I'll just throw on a hat and I'll make sure my face is looking right. Okay. That's it. All right. I agree. <laughs> I agree. And sometimes when I put a hat on, I like have little ball things in the front. I'll just do the front of it and then the rest <laughs> of it just look crazy under the hat. But yeah, that's what I'll do. That's fair. <laughs> the yeah. That's fair. I feel like I'm kind of similar in the sense that, okay, so I'm not a hat person personally. Hats don't work for me. Um, but I do like turbans and I love head wraps, etc. So I'll, I'll tend to 
you know, maybe kind of do something a little similar to you, to you, Alex, in the sense that the front, I might pull out a little bit of, you know, a few sections of hair and kind of swoop it over yeah. the forehead and then wrap my head tie um, around the head to, you know, take attention away from what's underneath there that particular day. So I'm with you. Okay, <laughs> so before we get to the cool blast round, I want to talk a little bit about the future um, of St. Beauty. What would you say has been the biggest moment so far for the two of you? I think maybe Fashion Week. I think, oh, I don't know if that's the biggest, but that's the biggest recently. Why? And why? Um, just the fact that we were able to sit front row at every show that we've gone to and, you know, we were styled by the stylists and we were just able to experience like fashion week on a whole different level. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I just feel like that was a really big moment for us. And even prior to that, releasing our project and then things just mm. happening like opportunity. And we did a shoot with Vogue magazine, yeah, I saw um, it. which recently came out. It's the March um, issue. I think, you know, I think putting out the project was the start of, you know, a lot of great opportunities that have been coming our way. And Isis, what would you say success looks like for you? Success being to pay your bills. <laughs> <laughs> pay your bills, um, live, you know, just live comfortably. comfortably. Yeah. And uh, also, like, being able to help family, whatever Say that last bit again. I didn't catch you there. Being able to like help family and um, yeah, just like freedom, really. Freedom is a running theme for you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's important. Yeah, I think that's very important. I think not to like change the subject, keep it like make it kind of heavy, but I just think us as Black people, we have to really see ourselves as being free, even though there are things around us that try to hold us down or keep us captive. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that we roam this world just like everyone else. And we have to have that mindset of being free just like yeah. everyone else. And we have to do that because we can't, like, whatever they're projecting on us or whatever their issues are with us, we can't let it. We have to be free from, from what their their issues are with us yeah. and be free, be free within ourselves. So I just think that's important, especially being, like, black females, too. Like, there's so many, like constraints that people put on us and how we supposed to be we're supposed to be like this and if you're this way if you look like it's like mm, I if I continue to put myself in those boxes I would never like be free yeah. and I feel like that's how a lot of people are right now I'm not saying everyone is like that but I just want people to understand just you have the freedom to just be who you are and then yeah. all of those stereotypes or whatever those are is going to be like you know, the shackles are going to be taken off of that because mm -hmm. you're allowing yourself to just be who you are and be free. And then you won't have to feel like, oh, I have to, you know, constrain, yeah. whatever. And yeah. yeah, so I think that's just a subconscious, you know, thing that I've maybe just has been innate in me. Yeah. And adding to that, I think that, you know, anything that is on your mind, anything that you're going through or anything that you have on your mind and it's heavily on your mind can be manifested into reality. So like Isis was saying, like have the mindset of being free. Like if you have, if you don't necessarily feel free at the moment, but it's on your mind constantly, you're eventually going to be free. Like 
you're going to be fine. Girls, you guys are dropping gems this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate gem droppers. Thanks for sharing that. Did you guys see Black Panther yet? Have you had the chance? I know your schedules are super hectic. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I saw it. Ben saw it. Okay, good. So, So what were your thoughts? What did you love about it the most? It was beautiful. It was the fact that the cast was black. Mm. Like that itself is a beautiful thing to witness, especially it. today, you know? Yeah. And also just show like black people really support each other. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. me and my brother see it like on a Wednesday in the afternoon. Like we were like, yeah, we're gonna try to beat it. And like there was like every there were school buses. There were, like, old people with their grandkids. <laughs> you know, you saw somebody's uncle. You know, like, it was, like, a family affair. Yeah. And I thought that was beautiful, like, as far as, like, the community-wise. But then, like, the movie, obviously, you know, me and my brother, we make, sh- like, a thing that we do is, like, see Marvel films together. Oh, yeah. So gotcha. it was just, like, you know, it's just really cool to, like, to see, the you know, like, that particular one. Because, you know, we're used to seeing... No, the other one, which are great. You know, I love Marvel movies. And seeing people dress up was so. Yeah, I know. Like, like what other movie? Just, like, going to movies and everybody, everybody got their apparel on, their Wakanda apparel on. Yes. Like, beautiful. Did you guys dress up for it? No, no, I was tired. <laughs> I didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Did you? And who was your favorite character? Mm, that's hard. It is though, actually. Um, I don't know. I really loved Lupita's character because she was so like smooth and like regal and mm-hmm. sexy, yep. but at the end, just like powerful, like just a strong woman. Oh, she's so. But wise. I also enjoyed Chadwick Boseman's character because, like, he—it was like the ultimate come up. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. You lost to this guy. You—I forgot. Um. Michael B. Jordan's character's name, but he lost to him, and then he just, I don't know, it was like a come up, like, it was a very triumphant feel. Uh (laughs) It really was. Okay, cool. All right, so that's that's Black Panther, and I'm sure you guys had seen it, but you know what? I still have friends who still haven't had the chance to make it to the cinema yet, so they need to go. They need to go now. Um, Okay, so we're going to go to straight to the cool blast round. So this is where I'm going to ask you guys some quick questions and you have to shout back at me the first possible answer that comes to your mind. Okay. So don't take too long to think about it. The first thing that comes to mind and we'll do it in alternatively. So I guess the first question I'll, I'll fire at you, Alex. And then the next question will be you, Isis, and we'll do it that way. Okay. You guys ready? Supercharged. All right. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? Pray. Pray? Yes. Name three creatives you want to work with. Pharrell. Pharrell. And um, James Fontwood. Oh, tell us a little bit more about him. He's a writer and um, his voice is amazing. He comes with great melodies. Um, he did a lot of things with Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Rihanna. Great. SZA. I mean, he's just, he's like one of those background guys that, you know, I don't know. He's just a genius. And do you have one more in you? Because you can't say Pharrell twice. 
Oh man. Um, dead or alive? Dead or alive? Um, uh, sorry, this is so hard. Um, did, 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 uh, doot, doot, doot. I know. Probably, <laughs> All right, Alex, I'm passing this over to you. Francois Hardy. Huh? What was that? <laughs> Who? Francois Hardy. Francois Hardy. You're going to have to educate us. Yes. Who's Francois Hardy? She was like a French like pop star like in the 70s. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to look her up and I'm going to post a little something about <laughs> her as part of your interview to, to educate the rest of us out here out here who don't know who uh, she is. Um, but thank you for sharing. Alex, favorite beauty product? Favorite beauty product? Rose water with glycerin. Isis, spicy or not spicy? Spicy. Favorite app? Instagram. Because that's the app that I get on the most. Okay, this is a hard one, Isis. Are you ready for this one? Stevie Wonder or Michael Jackson? Um, right now, at this moment, Stevie Wonder. Okay. Ah, it's hard. See, that's messed up. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, you can't win either way, to be honest. Um, and Alex, three items you couldn't live without. Three items? Hmm. Water, water, and water. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you on that one. Okay, so, um, so one of my favorite songs that you guys uh, have on your uh, Running to the Sun EP is Lucid Dreams. I mean, I absolutely love it. Uh, I find that the words and the, the melody are super haunting. It kind of stirs my spirit. It's got a kind of floating um, feel to the, to the track. And I find that whenever I listen to it, I, I literally cannot listen to it just one time. I think there are there are a handful of songs I feel we like we come across in our lifetime or in a certain decade that you can listen to on repeat. And for me, it's Lucid Dreams. I would absolutely love it if you could treat our audience to a to a little to, to the hook, if you wouldn't mind. Sure. <clears throat> Thank you. And every time I close my eyes, it's you. Trees. I really wanted you to stay ever since you went away. Ah, yes. <laughs> thank you. You just made my day. Ladies, <laughs> thank you so much, St. Beauty, for hanging out with me um, and for being the Texture Lounge Muses, the first set of muses that we've had for 2018. So we're super excited about that. Um, to our listeners, you've officially met Alex, Alex Bell and Isis from St. Beauty and their EP, Running to the Sun, is out now. Make sure you get, get it, get it, listen to it. You will be hooked. You will be <laughs> yes. addicted. So be ready. You've been warned. And uh, check out more from the interview on thetexturelounge.com. Ladies, thank you. You are such a delight. Thank you. Just know that I will be here championing you and everything that you do. And I really do support you in your your next ventures. Thank you so much. And I just want to say the edge control, I really like it. Oh, I love that edge control. Yeah, it's like so soft. Oh it my god! Like, like, you know the other stuff keeps like a residue? And then like the scalp is dry right there? Yes. 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 Like, that edge control is like, great. Oh, yeah. Three times. I was like, you know, like, <laughs> you like something, you start like reading ingredients. Right? I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I am 
excited that you love it. I'm so excited that you love it. Thank you so much.